Welcome to History and Mysteries. I'm your host, Regina Helton. If you are new to the podcast, History and Mysteries is a podcast where we talk about Southern tales. We is me. (laughs) Where we talk about Southern tales, Midwest mysteries, and listener-submitted stories. Uh, Some of these stories will be from my family collection of stories, and others are stories that I've researched. Each week, we'll dive into a new episode, and hopefully you enjoy them. If you want to support the podcast, uh, stick around after the episode, and uh, there's some information on how to do that. Thanks. Welcome to History and Mysteries. I have a great story for you today. Uh, The story I'm going to tell you today, if you follow along on TikTok, you have already heard this story in bits and pieces, but it's sort of a slimmed down version over there. But I'm going to give you a little deeper version of that story today. And it is a story that I think um, is told in variations Uh, I've heard like a variation of this story many times in my life, maybe even seen it in some movies at times. I'll try to think of examples, but when you hear it, I think your imagination will see what I'm talking about. But today's story is, is about a ghost at a lake. So a haunted lake, we've heard of those before. Um, But this one is about a reoccurring haunting at a lake. So the story that we're going to talk about today, I have named... Uh, Ghost Lady of the Lake. I feel like there's probably a more creative title for it, but it's how it lives in my mind. And if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that these stories that I'm telling here on the podcast, they are stories from my family's collection of ghost stories. And the purpose of the podcast is to keep them alive and also to eventually start branching out into other ghost stories that are not part of my family and then user-submitted stories. Uh, But for the time being, I am more than excited to tell this story from my mom's collection. And if you didn't listen to the announcement last week, hop on over there and um, give that a listen. There's some updates and some background about the podcast that you might find interesting. So today, ghost story is... The Ghost Lady of the Lake. (laughs) It's a tongue twister. The Ghost Lady... Ghost Lady of the Lake. Don't know why I'm struggling with that one today, but the Ghost Lady of the Lake. Here goes. So, like I said, this story is from my mom's collection of ghost stories, and it's kind of iconic in my mind. Um, She didn't tell this story a lot, but when she did, it was a very consistent story, as with most of her. Well, actually, all of her ghost stories were very consistent, and that was kind of the beauty of it is that it was so easy to believe the stories that were told, and most of them throughout my family, because, um, and I keep saying most, but all of them, because the details just didn't change. And I think, like I said, that was just the beauty of it, is that you didn't have to rewrite this story in your mind. It was told to you consistently, you know, therefore making it real. So this is one of those. And also... As we dive into it, I feel like this story is very easy to picture. And and that's one of the things, you know, that I just really want to do with the podcast is 
I want to tell these stories like we're sitting around like friends or sitting around at a campfire just telling a story. And I want to give you enough details that you can use your own imagination to. So I'm really hoping with this more like relaxed storytelling approach that you can use the details that I'm giving you to really paint these stories, narrate them, and just bring them to life in your mind. So when my mom was a little girl, um, she would go fishing sometimes uh, with her with her mom and some friends and, and her older brother, who was just a little bit older than her. And I when when this story is told, um, or when it has been told, I haven't really asked her her age, but I want to say that she was probably around 8 to 10 years old. Um, you know, we could even make it kind of broad and say 8 to 12, but um, I would imagine 8 to 10. So we're talking the early 70s here, late, probably 1971-ish to something like that. And um, she would get together with her, or her mom would get together with some friends and take her and her brother fishing. And um, it would be night fishing. So that means that this story uh, was taking place, the real, you know, scary parts of the story would be taking place right when the sun was coming up or right when it was still dark outside, but the sun wasn't, you know, fully up. So it would have that very like early morning eeriness, or maybe it was still the middle of the night. That part's unknown. Uh, But in my mind, I picture it being foggy outside. So anyway, they would go to this lake um, in Kentucky. And I don't know the lake, but I would imagine based on where she grew up, it had to be, you know, right in between Kentucky and Tennessee. Sometimes my mind wonders if it was Lake Cumberland, but I have no way of knowing. And They would drive down this dirt road, she said, to the lake. And when they got to the lake, there was a metal gate, kind of like a farming gate. And they would have to get out and open the gate when they would want to go down to the lake. And then they would have to close it when they left. So she said that one of them would jump out, open this gate, and, you know, then stay out of the car and and uh, shut it, get back in, drive down, drive down to the water. And she said that they went multiple times uh, fishing at the same spot. And I don't know if this happened every single time they went, but I feel like what I'm about to tell you happened more than once. So she said when the fishing trip was over and they would be coming back up out of the lake, driving down the, the road, they would get to the end of this road where the gate was and there would be a woman in white, a ghostly woman, just sort of floating there and she would open the gate for them. And my mom said that it was very, very scary, obviously, because she was little. Oh, it wouldn't matter what age you were. That would be a very scary sight. Um, But she would open the gate and they would all just be sort of shocked, you know. And then another time that my mom told this story, it wasn't that the lady opened the gate, it was that she closed it. So I I don't know if when they would drive down to the water, would they leave the gate open or or would they actually stay out of the car and shut it and drive down to the water? Part of me thinks 
that they would leave the gate open knowing that they would come back up later and, and shut it when they were leaving. But on one occasion, I feel like she said the lady was opening the gate. And then on another occasion, um, she would close the gate. And I feel like when this story was told to me, closing the gate was more more so what was happening than opening the gate. So imagine driving with your mom, your brother, you know, some friends, a carload of people, and you get to the end of this gravel road where you have to, or dirt, you know, dirt gravel road, where you have to drive through a gate to get back to the main road. And there's a ghostly woman who is either opening it for you or closing it. It just... That is so scary. Uh, But anyway, on one occasion when she told the story and it was a lady closing the gate, she said as they drove up and they were leaving um, the lake behind them, they were driving through the gate. And I think I wonder if maybe they started to get kind of scared of this spot based on what they would see, you know, would see. And I don't know about you, but if this happened to me, I would never go back. But anyway, my mom said that she remembered kind of being up in the back seat of the car, turned around, looking out the uh, back window of the car and watching the ghost lady close the gate. And my mom said she would just float and close it. And no one really talked about it or, or made this big deal out of it because I think that they were all probably pretty shocked at what they were seeing. Um... But yeah, she described her just kind of floating and closing the gate. And based on my mom's memory, I feel like this, you know, like I've said, this happened on more than one occasion. And I really wish I knew what lake. Oh, I just wish I did. Because I would love to go find this spot and, you know, maybe, I don't know if I want to witness it, but research it for sure. Um, I've said before and... I'll say it again, I don't really want to interact with ghosts, but I do like researching the how and the why of, you know, where did they come from? You know, like, and I have a lot of theories on what ghosts are, but this one, I imagine that the ghost woman must be attached to the lake for some reason. There's something that draws her to it or something that keeps her there, you know, sort of guarding this entrance and exit to the lake. But my mom described this as, you know, being up in the back window of the car as they're driving away and watching the ghost woman close the gate. And I can see it so vividly in my mind. I wish that I had the ability to draw or illustrate. Um, But I can just picture her as a little girl. And I can just see, you know, the it being maybe the, the moon is casting light down. And you know, the trees, it's very foggy if it's that spring, summer where the air's hot um, or warm. The lake's got fog on it. Maybe you can just distantly see the lake in the background. And this ghost woman is just floating at just so slowly and closing the gate. And I once again asked the question, like, if why did they go back to this spot, you know? Um... But my mom's childhood seemed to be filled with a lot of paranormal activity. And from, par- from research into paranormal activity, it seems like events that are unexplained 
are often grouped with um, trauma. And her childhood was definitely not an easy one. She had a very rough childhood. And um, I think she was very loved, but she did grow up in a way that was not ideal for a young girl. So I wonder if a lot of these paranormal experiences that she had were just tied to maybe the chaos or some of the trauma that she experienced as a, as a young girl. But she definitely described the group having seen this entity, this floating ghost woman of the lake, multiple times because, you know, she called her, you know, this ghost lady, you know. And, you know, I'll say it again, like, why did they go back to this place? But maybe it was just somewhere that they really enjoyed going or did they get used to seeing her or was maybe my mom the only person that saw her um, I never asked my mom the details of what others felt you know in the car but I do feel like you know maybe on one or two occasions she said that other people did see her too um, but like I said when in the intro of this episode this is one of those stories that I feel is um, recycled throughout like ghost stories there's you know a lady on the side of the road that is like a hitchhiker or there's you know these sort of like ghosts that are in transportation almost and the lake I've never heard of a ghost heard of a ghost being at a lake or guarding a lake before uh, but I've heard of haunted lakes and things like that but this one almost feels like it's unique but familiar you know, um, it's consistent, but it feels recycled throughout legends and such. Um, but I think what makes it unique is that it was apparently seen uh, on many occasions, uh, but also that it didn't seem to be something that was there to harm anyone or scare anyone. She was essentially just guarding the entrance to this lake. Um, she wasn't necessarily looking for a ride like the ghosts that are, you know, that like the hitchhiker ghost stories or things like that. She didn't get in the car. She didn't interact with anyone. She was just sort of this guardian spirit for this body of water, which makes you wonder, you know, was she tied to the lake itself? Was she tied to the entry to this lake? Uh, just that one portion, you know, did she live on the land at one time? Did something happen to her there? What made her this sort of gatekeeper, for lack of a better way to say it? Um, yeah, she was the entry point. I wish I knew if she opened, ever opened the gate. But I do distinctly remember my mom saying that she she watched her close the gate multiple times. Um, and the more I sit here and just kind of reflect on the story, because before I, um, record an episode, I, I jog my memory a little bit about the story, but then I'm letting them sort of unfold while I'm telling them and kind of bringing these stories to life in real time with you instead of, um, instead of having it outlined perfectly, because I want, like I said, I want these to be like a discussion. I want it to be like two friends sitting around and just or a group of friends and just telling ghost stories. So as I sit here and reflect on this story, I, she did say that it happened multiple times. And um, 
And she did, and I feel like she did say other people in the car saw, saw this woman. And there's another ghost story that comes to mind. You know, I feel like the ghost story of like a lady wailing at a bridge and like, or crying over a baby is one that I've heard many times in my life. And I I feel like these stories do share similarities, but my mom's is still pretty unique. I can't think of another one I've heard of someone guarding a lake. But I also wonder too, as I tell these stories, will they bring memories to life in anyone else's mind? Like if this lake was in Kentucky and this ghost woman is there, someone else had to see her, right? Like couldn't have just been my mom and her friends. So maybe if someone's, or my mom and her, which would have been my grandmother and some friends, um, I wonder if anyone else has had an, an experience at a lake in Kentucky with a ghost woman who opens or closes a gate when you leave. I also really like the aspect of the ghost lady um, being all in white. And my mom said it was like a long dress and just sort of floating. Um, She never described her face or anything like that, probably because it was still dark outside and was hard for her to see. But I, I can just picture that, you know, in my mind of her just sort of floating and then my mom being this little girl just watching from the back window and I just cannot imagine how scary that had to be as a child that just had to be so scary like just picture being little and trying to rationalize what you're seeing in your mind but I do feel like this ghost story makes me want to um investigate a little bit more, see if I can do some research. And um, I don't feel like I've ever researched this one to see if there's any legends or other stories that have been told about a ghost lady at a lake. Uh, My mom never said that she talked or made noise or felt threatening or interacted with them in any way other than just making sure that the gate was closed to this lake when everyone left. And... I do think there's something to be said there about the repetitive action. Like maybe she was a spirit with us that had a job to do. Um, I don't know if I believe that spirits have a, have a job to do here on earth. If, if they are real, I mean, I think they're real, but I have a lot of theories about what they are. I don't know if they, have a job to do, but maybe, maybe she did. Maybe her job was to protect this area or to just kind of be aware of who was visiting the lake. Like, were they good people or bad people? You know, maybe she was keeping an eye out. Maybe she was overlooking or over, you know, like protecting the people who would visit this lake. It's really hard to say. Um, but I love, this is, you know, I've said this, I think, on TikTok too, but I love the simplicity of this story. Just a ghost lady protecting a lake um, in the 70s. Like, it's just so simple, yet imagine being at a lake, camping, sitting around with your friends, a, a fire, and you tell this story. <laughs> like, it's just scary enough to make everyone kind of, ooh, a little scared. Uh, without being too scared, I think. But one thing that I think I would love to do with some of the ghost stories I've told is to illustrate them somehow, but I do not have 
gifts where I can draw or paint or anything like that. But this is one that I just think would look so cool if you could just draw a car, a little girl looking out the back window, and this ghost lady closing a gate. I just love it. Um, so anyway, that is your story for today. Uh, I would love to know if there's anyone out there who has experienced something similar. Have you been to a lake in Kentucky? Um, do you have a grandparent, a mother, father, somebody who maybe had a similar experience? Maybe we could, or you could tell me and I could do some research about this lake and try to figure out the origin of the, of the ghost woman. I definitely don't believe it was my mom's imagination playing tricks on her or just a story she made up. It was just too consistent on, on, on repeat just too many times. Um, my mom passed away last year, so I, I won't be able to ask her, um, but maybe some research will lead me to other experiences. So this was the first episode of season two. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope that whoever's listening will be able to just enjoy this relaxed storytelling environment and just feel like they, you know, like they're just listening to a live ghost story. I really just want that relaxed feeling. And I love bringing this story to life in my own mind as I tell it. You know, I do the general outline of the story before I dive into recording the episode, but I'm also re-bringing the details of the story alive to my mind from the way I remember it. And this has been a really fun, fun process. So that's all for today's episode. I'll be back I'm going to do a story every week. Um, I would love to do two a week, but you can at least expect one. So I'll see you next week with story number two, um, which I can give you a little hint about. It's going to be about a man who could stop a clock. It's another simple story uh, from my grandma, which would be my mom's um, mother. It's another simple story from her like catalog of stories, but, or actually, no, I just told you a lie. That one is from my grandpa's side. Um, so it would be my, my mom's, uh, dad. And it's a good one. I have to get with my brother this week and get some details and outline it a little further, but I'm excited to tell this one because it's one that I've heard many times, but I haven't really illustrated it in my own mind. So it'll come to life through an episode. So see you next week. I'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are enjoying the History and Mysteries podcast, which I really, truly hope you are, there are multiple ways for you to show your support of the show. You can go to the website, historyandmysteries.com. This is where all the episodes live at, and you can listen to them as many times as you want or share them with a friend. Word of mouth is powerful, and if there's anyone that you know who you think would enjoy the stories, uh, being told, please spread the word. Also, while you're on the History and Mysteries website, historyandmysteries.com, you'll also see a button that will allow you to make a donation to the show starting at $3 a month. This is another way for you to show your support and any donation uh, helps to improve the quality of the show. So I would truly appreciate that. If you want to follow along on Instagram, you can head on over to History and Mysteries. That's the username and you can stay in touch there. 
Once again, thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next time. Thanks.